0: In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen, you may be seated. Happy New Year, happy eighth day of Christmas. In the Christian year, the first day of the calendar year is the Feast of the Holy Name. This feast falls on the eighth day of Christmas in recognition of the fact as Luke records and as we just read after eight days had passed, it was time to circumcise the child, and he was called Jesus. The name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. Now, it's Matthew who explains why the baby is to be given that particular name. For he will save his people from their sins. Matthew chapter 1 verse 21 The Hebrew, Yeshua, comes over in Greek, Jesus, means Yah or Yahweh saves. The cutting of Jesus's foreskin on this eighth day ceremony symbolizes how it is that Jesus is going to save us from our sins. The apostle Paul explains in the letter to the Colossians that he writes about the same time, that he writes the letter to the, to the Philippians that we read today about how Jesus is God but doesn't use that to be exploited but lets himself die a criminal's death that he might be, have, have the name that's above all names, Yahweh's name conferred upon him. Writing about the same time through the Colossians, Paul explains how three decades after his birth, the one in whom the fullness of deity bodily dwells how he would experience a second circumcision. Paul calls Jesus' being nailed to the cross the circumcision of Christ. Colossians, pardon me, chapter 2, verse 11. On the cross, Jesus' whole being, not just a tiny piece of his flesh, is cut off from the land of the living His death brings pardon for us. His resurrection brings right now life from spiritual death for us. And at his return, it will bring resurrection from physical death. And this amazing gift is precisely in line with what Isaiah had prophesied in Isaiah chapter 53. For he was cut off from the land of the living stricken for the transgression of my people when you make his life an offering for sin he shall see his offspring and shall prolong his days the wonderful thing is that the circumcision of Christ his being cut off from the land of the living becomes our circumcision when we are plunged, in, plunged beneath the symbolically drowning waters of baptism. Paul goes on in Colossians, in him you also were circumcised with a spiritual circumcision when you were buried with him in baptism you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. Now all of this is illustrative of what would have been the other word that I would have given a meditation on last Sunday on Christmas Day. And if you weren't here, that it's online. Um, last week, you recall that our epistle reading is Titus chapter 3 verses 4 through 7, and it begins, the kindness and the man-lovingness of God was manifest, and i and I talked last week about the philanthropia, the human lovingness of God revealed in Christ. Today I want to go back and I want to talk about the first word that Paul uses there. The kindness of God was manifest on Christmas Day. What's interesting is that Paul's word for kindness is Christotis, which to the Greek ear would have sounded like Christotes. Christness. Kindness is kindness is Jesus' Christness. The, the best illustration I can think of for what it means for Paul and other believers to know Christ as the embodiment of God's kindness and what it means for his name, Jesus, to mean Yahweh saves comes from the account of of Jesus' encounter with the woman caught in adultery, which account lamentably, for some reason, never shows up in the Sunday lectionary, which is why I want to give it one week anyway. Fortunately, we just read it in the daily office, but in case you missed it, and by way of review for those who didn't, I'd love for you to stand with me as I read John chapter 8 verses 2 through 11. Would you stand please? The Holy Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ. Early in the morning, Jesus came to the temple. All the people came to him and he sat down and began to teach them. The scribes and the Pharisees brought a woman who had been caught in adultery And making her stand before all of them, they said to him, Teacher, this woman was caught in the very act of committing adultery. Now, in the law of Moses, he commanded us to stone such women. What do you say? They said this to test him so that they might have some charge to bring against him. Now, Jesus bent down. And wrote with his finger on the ground. When they kept on questioning him. He straightened up and said to them. Let anyone who is among you without sin. Be the first to throw a stone at her. And once again. He bent down. And wrote on the ground. When they heard it. They went away. One by one beginning with the elders and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him Jesus straightened up and said to her woman where are they has no one condemned you she said no one sir and Jesus said neither do I condemn you Go your way, and from now on, do not sin again. The gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. So, one morning, while Jesus is teaching in the temple, he's intercepted by a posse of righteous people. In their custody is a woman who has been caught dead to rights in the act, the very act of adultery. They want to know whether Jesus is going to comply with Jewish law that demands condemnation and execution or whether instead he's going to be true to his own teachings about love, compassion, and forgiveness. Jesus does not straightforwardly confront these enforcers with their hypocrisy because contrary to the law contrary to the law of Moses they've only brought one of the guilty parties the woman it's curious isn't it he bends down and he starts writing in the sand what's he doing gathering his thoughts what's he writing nobody knows Maybe he's writing out the scripture. If a man commits adultery with the wife of his neighbor, both the adulterer and the adulteress shall be put to death. Leviticus chapter 20 verse 10. Or maybe he's just write, maybe he's just writing something like adultery is horrible. But hey, where's the guy? members of this coterie of morality sheriffs persist in their demands. And after a while, Jesus stands up and simply says, and this is the way Eugene Peterson translates it in the message, the sinless one among you, go first, throw the stone. He bends down again and starts writing again. Back in 1973, That great saved sinner, the singer Johnny Cash, made a movie about Jesus called The Gospel Road. As he recreates this scene, Johnny Cash offers a wonderful suggestion. Maybe he's writing things like liar, hypocrite, thief, rapist, murderer. Regardless, it's enough to make the tattletales slink away, each of them one by one. One of the reasons for thinking this story is true rather than fabricated is its understatement. Somebody who's making up a fictitious Jesus might want to make him sound like their idea of the real Jesus by having him rail at the hypocrites. At the same time, the story's pastoral sensibility sounds just like the Jesus we know from all the gospels. Jesus, the discerner of hearts, gives each sinner, each sinner, even these guys, room to reflect and space to repent. The next words in the text are, and Jesus was left alone with the woman standing before him. What a dramatic moment. In six Latin words, the 5th century bishop of Carthage, St. Augustine, on whose shoulders we stand every time we step into this pulpit right next to Paul over here. In six Latin words, the 5th century bishop of Carthage, St. Augustine, offers the most elegant commentary imaginable on this moment. Six words in Latin, relicta sunt duo, miseria et misericorda, or five words in English. Two remain misery and mercy. And Augustine gets it just right. All that is left is the sinner's need for mercy, and mercy with a capital M mercy's readiness to give it. Jesus asks the woman where her complainants are and whether there is anyone left to accuse her and her answer is simply nobody sir. Then again, it's not that simple because the word she uses for sir is kuria which means lord. And Jesus Jesus' answer also seems simple, but on reflection it's not. Neither do I condemn you. Go your way and sin no more. Jesus came neither to condemn sin nor to dismiss it. He came to absorb it and kill it. Now, he has to tell some people to follow him so they they can come to understand things better. However, our our Lord trusts this one delivered from what Augustine called the miseria, the misery of sin and condemnation. Our Lord trusts this one to work out how Augustine's misericordia, mercy, kills sin. So he can say to her very simply, go your way. May you and I live in that same misericordia. May we live in the one who is, capital M, mercy. The invitation to all of us at the beginning of this year is to imagine ourselves standing in her place, standing before Jesus, having been caught dead to rights. Imagine that what we see in his eyes is not gotcha. Imagine that what we see in his eyes is what Paul calls crazed to because it's Kindness but sounds like chrysotis or Christness because kindness is who Christ is. Imagine in that moment that what he does is bend down and write in the sand, I have paid it all. Leave the misery and go in mercy. And friends, as you go, know that you don't go alone. The holy name of Jesus goes with you in the bread and the wine. The holy name of Jesus goes with you in the fellowship of the saints embodied in the passing of the peace. The holy name of Jesus goes with you in the abiding, onboarding presence of the Holy Spirit. The holy name of Jesus goes with you in the daily fellowship of word and prayer. And as you go... In the holy name of Jesus, it may just be that someone will see his kindness in your eyes. In this new year, by his own holy name, may the Lord Jesus bless you born to save you from your sins, bleeding to take away the sting of sin, living now to minister kindness when you struggle, fall, and look for help. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord Jesus make his kind face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord Jesus lift up his kind countenance upon you and give you peace. Amen.